Hey, Peter. Hey. Oh, hey, it's Jeffrey Keezer, actually. Where's Peter? Peter? Uh, 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 I'm right here. Hello. Oh, there he is. <laughs> I'm Adam Annis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear a Podcast. Daily music advice coming at you. Coming at you with way too many piano players today. <laughs> There's a lot going on. It's a piano-a-thon. That's right. Way we have special many. guest Jeffrey Keezer uh, live from New York State. Jeffrey, how you doing, man? Doing good, man. Hanging in there, you know. We're just we're just quarantining out up here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that quarantining out. Fla- so practicing just... some cor- quarantine voicings. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Oh, here hey. we go. Somebody prepared today. You gotta I didn't. Understand. I didn't. This is, I promise this is just off the cuff. Well, that's very good. Because me and Adam neither prepare nor do very good off the cuff. So there I, I don't either. I don't know. I'm just, it's, it's well, that time of day. Jeffrey, we wanted to have you on today because, uh, you know, since this all started to go down uh, here at Open Studio, we switched to a choose what you pay model. And uh, all of your courses that you, you've done for us really have started to pop off with that model, and especially your latest one, uh, Elements of Solo Piano. So we thought it'd be cool to talk to you about some of your some of your favorite solo piano tracks. Not all of them, but seven of Jeffrey Keezer's favorite solo piano tracks. Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to thank everybody out there for for um, supporting Open Studio. You know, and and you know, I think this current model, pay what you can, is is a really great way to go. I mean, this this is you know, everybody has has a has a way in this way, and we you know absolutely we want you to stay, keep shedding and keep swinging and you know and and don't let this get you down don't 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 let anything stop you, um, you know. And there's so many great courses. I mean, I mean, thank you for you know for people who bought mine. I appreciate it. But I mean, you know, Adam's courses, Peter's, Alio's, um, and and of course anything else that you're into. I mean, like, you know, all such so many great guitar courses and. Diane Reeves and and uh, saxophone and trumpet and drums. I mean, this is great, great platform. I'm I'm really super honored to be part of it with you guys. So you know, well, just, everybody's just just, just loving uh, yeah. and showing a lot of love to your courses, and especially like I said, that solo piano course has really been popping off. People have really been enjoying it, and so uh, well, let's, you know, let's... I, I mean, I mean, just just to you know, on, on the topic of solo piano, I mean, because we're all stuck at home. Uh, we're all going to, you know, become much better solo piano players by the time sure. this thing is over. I mean, for me, the, the the way that I really learned how to play solo piano was kind of under duress. And it was when I was playing with our Blakey. And, uh, and you know, part of the part of the show every night was that Art would break it down to um, uh, Art would break it down to like a piano feature in the middle of the set. And, um, you know, the pianist would would play like a little short medley of solo piano pieces usually mo- no more than five or six minutes and then and then art and the bassist would come out and we finish with a trio tune and that was sort of the programmatic thing in the middle of the set to give the horn players a break and and it you know it made for a good you know good, good sort of f- flow to the set so as art got older and um you know he started taking longer and longer breaks and and sometimes the breaks would get you know go on 15 20 minutes long and and then and uh sometimes and i would have to just you know i, I went from playing medleys to 
or segues to just kind of stopping tunes and starting another. And, you know, I'd play maybe two or three tunes and then look around and hope that they were coming out. Well, one night we were playing <laughs> Catalina's in, in the old Catalina's in L.A. And Freddie Hubbard came down to hang. And Freddie and Art went back in the dressing room and started, I think they forgot there was a, a gig going on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they started partying or whatever. And Art stayed back there for about 35 minutes. Oh, my it, At least it felt like 35, 40 minutes. And I'm like an 18-year-old kid. I'm playing in front of this full audience, you know, and going, what do I do? So I, I just decided to play like virtually a solo piano set. And I keep looking around like... I played about six or seven tunes, you know, but it was really that, that sort of that experience. I, I always, I tell everybody that Art Blakey taught me how to play solo piano, you know, just by <laughs> being forced to do it. So, you know, being that we're all kind of forced to stay home and shed, I think that, uh, you know, we're going to really, um, all become much better solo piano players when this is over, you know? Agreed. Yeah. Uh, so you put together a list here of seven of your favorites. Let's start with this first one. Let's just have a listen to uh, Fred Hirsch from his um, Song Without Words number four. This is duet. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Fred Hirsch. four duet that's just absolutely gorgeous not too many folks who can do that Very yeah cool. i mean what i really like about it if, if you listen to the whole track is is when he gets into the solo he's just improvising uh i mean it really sounds like an overdub but it's it's absolutely not it's just him i mean the tune's called duet and it's so essentially he's playing a duet with himself and the way that he's phrasing everything you know it, it, it really is that and and then when he gets into the solo it's like he's like he's improvising a four-part fugue or something you know Man, and it's, it's incredible. It, the, 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 you know, what a mind he has and, and like a fully two handed, 10 fingered, you know, piano player. Right. Really, awesome. really dig Did, it. Uh, uh, so have, you are, got, have either of you guys caught the, uh, his daily live Facebook from his living room that he's been doing? No, I need to check that out. Yeah, me too. I just heard about it. I think he's doing it. Every, I want to say it's like uh, 1 p.m. Eastern time. Oh, it's in cool. the middle of the day and he's doing it, I think, every day. That that's good because because uh, it'd be nice to have some content like in the kind of middle of the day because a lot of the concerts I've unfortunately had to miss your two from home concerts Peter because eight o'clock is like when I'm putting the baby to bed upstairs <laughs> <laughs> right that's right yeah um, let's, but, uh, uh, let's I knew there was some reason I felt so much less nervous on these shows see I didn't even know a <laughs> teaser wasn't able to watch that's why I was so relaxed I was like dang okay now I get it yeah. Come on, man! But uh, that's awesome. You know, um, that's that's something we got to figure out how to do is more more of the you know live from home stuff. But uh, For sure, when when you got little like like young young kids at home, it's it's uh, that's a challenge because they want to they want to run in and be part of it. You know. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, so number two on your list here. This is something that you actually teach a little bit on your Keys to Jazz piano course. This is Hank Jones' version of Satin Doll, and he does these really cool, almost block chord, almost drop two voicings, but it, they kind of vary, I, I think, throughout, right? Throughout the Yeah, the line. yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of like, um, I, I mean, I never had a chance to ask Hank personally how what he was thinking about, but... But the way what it looks like to me on the piano is there's there's you know so in the satin doll in the key of C the melody is the normal melody from A to G da, 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 da. and then below that is a four note voicing which is kind of divided between the two hands like two fingers in each hand and it's like a C seven sharp nine chord yeah yeah and then that voicing moves as a unit uh, up and down but and so sometimes it's contrary motion with the melody sometimes it's parallel but it's not exactly you know, it's not da 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 da. It's like da da da, and so you get a little bit of a opening and closing between the top melody note and the top note of that voicing, and then he puts the whole thing over uh, the fifth, like over a G. You yeah. know, that's I mean, that's oversimplifying it in a way, but that's kind of basically what he's doing. So it's, it's really, really brilliant. You know, that's super hip. Let's hear it. Yeah. satin doll i mean it's so loose and uh, you know and structured at the same time it feels it feels so natural the way he does that it feels like part of the tune which is what you have any great arrangement you know made it his own but still hear the tune in there it's it's just so great well you know hank for me uh he might be my favorite all-time solo piano player and you know hank's thing is because he to me encompasses the entire lineage and history of of jazz piano you know he's got all the stride stuff is there and and harmonically you know i mean it doesn't hurt being uh you know the brother of thad jones you know (laughs) um but all all hank's hank's harmony is so so hip so it's 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 he's like a like a stride pianist but with like super modern harmony or something, you know? Yeah, and it's all like individual voice leading off the charts kind of stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, like and you know, there's there's another recording of his called Tiptoe Tap Dance, an album from 1976-77, and that record is like something I assign my students to transcribe, you know, mm-hmm. um, like It's Me, O Lord, Standing in the Need of Prayer. That that is such an iconic arrangement. He re- he recorded that later again with with Charlie Hayden on bass, 
yeah, but, it's, yeah. but it's the exact same arrangement and, and it's all worked out like hank played it the same way every time he played it but man i mean the harmony is just it's so dense and and thick and rich and i used to go see hank play at fat tuesdays in new york you know in the 1990s and i would sit right next to the piano right up close which i always did anytime i went to see any piano player i'd always sit try to sit right at the front table so i could watch their hands you know and I swear the sounds that were coming out of that piano when Hank played that I swear that he had two left hands and a right hand, you know, like he had an extra left hand. Cause like, how he do you has get that chunky sound? All those voices everything. like that down yeah. low and get all that stuff yeah. on top. You know, that's amazing. It's a mystery. Amazing. All right. So moving on. So this is one that here on the podcast, we've, we've come into conflict on how to pronounce, uh, Phineas newborn, finest newborn. Yeah, well, I, I guess the, the, the Memphis, you know, the locals, and he was from Memphis, they pronounced it Finus. Yeah. But, you know, Phineas outside of, you know, outside of Memphis, I suppose. <laughs> Phineas, Phineas sounds fancier, but Finus sounds Finus. more Memphis for sure. I suppose, so we'll say yeah. We're, we're close to Memphis here in St. Louis, so we'll call it, we'll, we'll say Finus. We're that, we're that close. Yeah. This is his intro on, this is from a trio record, I think, isn't it? Uh, from All the Things You Are, and this is insane yeah this, this is, is just... his intro to all the things you are it's like quartet actually it's it's trio but then and his brother uh calvin newborn on guitar oh, okay. as well yeah cool this is all the things you are finest newborn junior second chorus that's really mind-bogglingly cool well then we'll just it's our podcast we can listen yeah he, he works he works up to it you can tell you've uh, you've listened to this one once or twice keys <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's it's so orchestral there's there's such great orchestration going
fun. It's Newborn Junior. Yeah. All the things you are. I mean, to me, I'm hearing like, you know, cello sections doing runs and harps and yeah. even breaking it down to a guitar. Like, it sounds so orchestrated. It's just gorgeous. The, the, the colors that he's getting out of the piano is just crazy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All those things are there. And, and I mean, obviously, for me, he, he's one of my very favorite pianists. And, and, you know, when he's when he's playing trio too, all all that orchestration stuff is there. I mean, he plays the entire big band arrangement of Manteca, and you hear all the parts. Everything is there: the bass parts, trombones, you know, sax, awesome. trumpets, all all the counter lines. Like he puts the entire thing in. You know, it's, it's, That's awesome. it's so hip. Uh, next, we're gonna move on to Buddy Montgomery. This is from uh, Live at Maybach Hall, Volume Fifteen. This is since I fell for you. How about a nice welcome from Mr. Buddy Montgomery. Yeah. You just got to make the stank face as soon as you hear that. Martin right in the gut, I could tell. Oh. Now I'm awake. Now I'm awake. Yeah. I'm embarrassed to say I've never heard this live at Maybach uh, with Buddy, and that is incredible. So this is, I'll just say too, we'll have a Spotify playlist for all of these that you can find here in the description, but this is one that's not on Spotify. Uh, I went out and bought it. I encourage uh, you all listening to go buy the series. Yeah. Buy the whole series. It's its really beautiful solo piano stuff. Here's, here's the Where little guy. Where can you go buy gotta... Where'd you buy it? I got it on Amazon. What's up, Malcolm? This what's, is my up, Malcolm? what's up, Malcolm? <laughs> this is what's great about this, you know, working from home. Yeah. But my um, my story about Buddy Montgomery is so when I first moved to New York in uh, 1989, I used to go see Buddy play solo piano at the. Um, <laughs> he's totally in a shot at at the uh, at the Parker Meridian Hotel, and 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 in Midtown, and and Buddy. Uh, he played six nights a week there in the in the lounge, and the piano had was like one of those pianos with the lid off, and it had a bar built yeah. around it, so you could literally sit oh, like yeah. at the piano, you know, and have a yeah. have a Shirley Temple or whatever. 
And, um, <laughs> and, uh, Buddy really opened up my mind and my ears to a lot of, to, to some solo piano ideas. Cause he was the first cat that I saw that really, really utilized the very bottom octave and the very top octave of the piano, you know? So whereas a lot of cats, when you play solo piano, we, we tend to play all kind of in the same middle range of the keyboard a lot. But Buddy would be walking a bass line on a blues and he'd be u- using that low B flat, you know, all the way down to the bottom and be soloing way, you know, you know, like that. And he'd walk bass lines down there in, in like quite a bit lower range than most people do. And and I thought, wow, that's great. It just I'm just like, you know, those octaves are, are fair game, just like, you know, like anything For else. Sure. You got all 88 notes, you know. And For another sure. thing about Buddy, I mean, obviously you could tell from that recording, his, he's, he's so soulful and and the blues is in everything he plays um and he always had really really great time and and he he's kind of like harold mayburn in that way like he you know you hear with mabe too like there's always like some quarter notes going like the the time is like super super clear and so everything else that happens the right hand could be more free you know almost almost like out of time kind of just soaring over the top of all that but you always have that that really strong sense of the the groove in the in the left hand you know yeah, it's so hip. So hip. Uh, let's uh, move on to the next one. This is one that a lot of you may know. This is Bud Powell from the amazing Bud Powell Parisian Thoroughfare. Sorry, the genius of Bud Powell. This is one that you could you could easily you know could be one of your first solo piano transcriptions, yeah. Uh, that that head especially, and you could learn a lot from how he plays that head. Well, hold up, one of the first, yeah. If you're Jeff Keezer, no. well, you know what I mean, like <laughs> boy genius of jazz piano in 1981. Yeah. If you if you haven't transcribed your, your mileage that head may yet, vary. Your mileage no, it's may well. The thing is, I I wanted to include it on this on this podcast because I had a student ask me the other day about how to approach bebop on as just a solo piano thing because you know we're always thinking of bebop as like something that happens with a with a rhythm section and i was trying to think are there examples of bebop era you know ak 1940s era solo piano that that really has that language and i thought oh yeah you know bud the genius of bud powell there's all kinds of solo piano stuff on there and and how how do you keep that intensity and that tempo and that energy going when you're playing solo piano, you know? So, cause, cause it's not, you know, where, where Bud, I mean, is traditionally thought of as someone who w- was kind of maybe the key guy to get away from the stride air and kind of, kind of free up that left hand from keeping time and became more of a right-handed single line, uh, thing. Um, kids and kids and pets are allowed. Kids, now man, podcasts, by the way, gotta love them. Um, you know, you know, like, like Bud keeps that sort of intense 
hurricane force energy happening, you know, throughout that. And, and so what do you do? What, what is, what, what is one thing that Bud's doing? Well, he's kind of playing like a lot of roots and fifths and it's, it's kind of like, it has this kind of grit to it, you know, this kind of sound yeah. to it. And, and it's, yeah, it's yeah. sort of similar to the way like Horace Silver comps kind of in the, in the fifties and those early Horace Silver recordings where he's just kind of like, you know, you hear the left hand, but it's the left hand is almost kind of like a, like a, like a, almost like an energy or sort of noise factor going on it's you know it's like this kind of yeah, thing you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. and that's sort of what bud bud kind of does and it's, it's it's interesting just to hear like what you know what how, how to approach that that music that music of that time period as a solo piano thing you know and that that whole record is so brilliant too. yeah I, I that's a must for me for recommendation speaking of energy let's move to uh chucho valdez this is from his live in new york record this is Roomba Kihira? Is that how you pronounce that? Well, I'm not I'm not sure because I'm terrible at pronouncing yeah. Spanish, but Me too. Well, it's it's this. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about someone who seems like they could just play anything on the piano, that there's yeah. that the instrument's no obstacle when for most of us, it feels like some kind of bear to be wrestled with every day. He just feels like it's just whatever I want to play, I can play. That's exactly it. I, I think, I think Chucho is really my favorite living pianist right now. And, awesome. and man, to see him play solo piano, if you have any, once, once, you know, this thing is over and we're able to get out, I mean, that, that's, that's always the, uh, the caveat with anything we say right now, like once this is done, we can get out and go see concerts again, man, any chance you get to see Chucho play live, absolutely, you know, drop whatever you're doing and, and go to that gig. Cause man, and he can play everything like, like, you know, he's known as a quote unquote Latin jazz pianist or Cuban, you know, jazz pianist, but man, he can play bebop like the best of them. He can play show, you know, he plays Chopin, you know, in the, in the course of one concert, he'll, He'll play pretty much everything that can be played on the piano. So <laughs> you know? Man, I, I couldn't agree more. And I, I just was thinking, you know, it's like you appreciate those moments all the more now, like you say, because we can't get out there and hear them but, uh, right now, but we will. And uh, this idea of like, uh, 
Who's that? Oh, I thought somebody was in here. There's nobody here. Um, <laughs> no, I saw him about three or four months ago, and he uh, was, uh, I had a flat tire right when I was coming to the club around the corner, and it was like the, halfway through the last set, and I wanted to hear him so bad, I abandoned my car up on ground, <laughs> like a horrible spot, and like ran over anyway. I was yeah. Like, yeah. I got to see Chucho. It's worth it. Like, I don't care. bad if... decisions to go here. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, it. I don't care if my car gets towed, you know, whatever. Yeah, not missing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, we're going to go out on one more, but before we do, thank you so much, Jeffrey, for being here. We're going to have you back frequently here while we're all uh, hunkered in, now that yeah. we're all set up for it. I mean, unless uh, you're so busy we'll going out somewhere. Because I want to know what, what, not just what you're listening to, but what you're working on right now yeah. as you're home. Um, and then also, if anybody's interested, so you did put out this course for us, Elements of Solo Piano. We're going to include a link here to the course. We're doing a whole choose what you pay model right now. We don't want to be, we don't want money to be a barrier for you getting some productive work done on your instrument during this time. So check that link out. Also check out the link to the Spotify playlist. And, uh, and yeah. also, and just to say, like, we did not, it's choose what you pay. We did not have as a plant. Jeffrey and Jillian's beautiful little boy, Malcolm, run out there for you to think about them having to feed and clothe this right. child as yeah. their hunker. Don't even think about that. It's make your choice when you want to buy his corn. That's I mean, right. think about it a little bit. But, you know. That's right. That's, I, I, yeah, I did that on purpose. That's right. And Peter, you've got some great reverb going right now. You sound like the, the voice of God. You know. I don't know what happened, man. I I'm, I don't know what's going on. Oh, Are you muted, you? buddy. <laughs> I don't know what's happened. I'm gonna mute myself. Y'all do your thing. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna go out. This is this is Mary Lou Williams. This is a great choice. Mary Lou Williams, Nightlife, uh, and until next time, you'll hear it. Mm-hmm.